This is Defiance County Economic Development's Working It Podcast, proudly sponsored by Defiance County Ohio Means Jobs. Join us as we take a behind-the-scenes look at innovative companies located right here in our great county, working hard to make dynamic products and services for the nation and the world. Along with today's special guest, here's your host, Erica Willitzer. Well, thanks for joining us for the Working It podcast. I'm Erica Willitzer, the host today. And with me is Tiffany Goings with Ohio Meets Jobs of Defiance County. She is... I always call her the workforce queen. She is the workforce supervisor for our county, but not just Defiance County, but also Paulding County. So I'll give Paulding County a shout out, even though Tim Copsey, the executive director for their, for economic development, we give each other a lot of crap, but that's, that's part of the game. Yeah. We try to support each other. That's a good, um. Banter, I like it. It is. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, we love working with you and your office. And I think one of the things that a lot of people, a lot of the business owners, we are constantly trying to reiterate, get the word out, all the amazing resources that you guys have to offer. So let's just start right there. You guys offer a wide range of business resources that some businesses are paying for. Right. And they could have it for free Absolutely. if they just reach out to she, Tiffany yes. at OMJ. Yes. Free is like the best number. It is. <laughs> and a lot of times people think that it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you that it is true. I've seen a lot of businesses use it and they are super pleased that they did. So Tiffany, talk about just some of the different op- offerings that you guys have. Sure. Um, I think today I, I want to kind of highlight some of our business services. Um, we offer free um, pre-hire assessments that um, businesses can use, and there's a wide range of different assessments that are in that platform. Um, they are from very simple tasks, clerical staff, um, to very um, detailed and, and very um, skilled things like manufacturing. Um, so there's just a wide range within that suite of um of assessments that we have that allows those businesses to pick and choose what really um, they're looking for to, to give to their candidates. And so we're able to offer those services for free. And so like if I'm a business owner, I don't really have to come up with the assessment. No. I can tell you like, look, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that this employee knows X, Y, Z, and then you guys find and research the possibilities of what they can test for. Yes. Or I send the information to the employer and say, here's what we have. Tell us what you're looking for and tell us what you want and we'll make it happen on on this end in, in OMJ. So it, it kind of works both ways. We can either um, give them the, the things that they're looking for that helps fits best for them or they can look at the platform and say, this is what I want. For this person, this is what I want for this person. So it just kind of works however, whatever works best for that industry. So then when that. you're when you're doing that, and let's say you they pick out the assessment, um, then the the recruiter, well, you re, you can recruit for them or they, mm-hmm. the people can come and take the test at your office. Is that how it works? Yes. So we set them up um, through our um, services here at OMJ. So... The candidate comes, takes the test, that information is sent back to the employer, and then the employer has the, the freedom to do what they would like with that information. So they get the results from that candidate, and then from there they decide, you know, if they're going to keep those people to move them on to the next step of, the, of, the, of their hiring process, 
or they exclude those people based upon those assessment scores. I know that there have been several larger industries in Defiance County that have used those assessments, but it's not just for the larger industries. It can be for smaller companies too, correct? Yes, absolutely. Our services are for everyone. I, I, I just reiterate that because like <laughs> when I go in and I talk to some, I run into different business owners and then I tell them about this. And these are business owners that have been around for a long time. They're like, what? Yeah. Like I've been, like I've been paying somebody <laughs> to do. I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't be paying. Yeah. Reinvest that money into something else. Right. So what else shouldn't be uh, these business owners be paying for? Um, we also offer background checks, um, which can be expensive for the employer or for the candidate if they have to pay for that service. Um, and we also have fingerprinting, the ability to fingerprint. Um, and then also we have um, the ability to do drug testing. And so the drug testing um, is fairly new service that we've had within the last year. Um, so that's something that we're able to offer to kind of offset some of those pre-hire things or tasks that people have to complete prior to them being fully onboarded. Now, with drug testing, oh, I'm going to talk about something I shouldn't talk about. People are, like, not using this, maybe because they don't know about it, but because they're not drug testing, correct? That's true. And that's scary. It's because of the worker shortages, Mm -hmm. a lot of these employers are not drug testing because they just don't want to lose workers. Yes. And they've, I think... COVID kind of taught us during that period of time that we kind of have to have a broader spectrum of what a candidate looks like. Are we going to drug test? Are we going to background check? Are we going to limit our drug testing to only certain things? Um, Are we going to have our background check process exclude some things that we normally wouldn't do? I think COVID has really taught us that we have to really think broader and outside of the box because People have adversities. They have situations that come up and happen within their lives. That doesn't mean that they're not good candidates or good workers. They just have a barrier. And sometimes eliminating eliminating that barrier kind of opens up a different type of workforce that they they would have not had the opportunity to have before. So you are working with a lot of companies that, um, you know, are, are dealing with that as a question in their workforce. And I think that if anybody needed to talk to you, you you talk about those sensitive types of yes. questions and issues all the time. Yeah. So right. I would just refer people to, to give Tiffany a call because she has the experience when it comes to working with companies in that respect. Um, so you do the employer assessments. You do the background checks, the drug tests. Again, these are all free yes. of charge. Free, there, free, free. There's no gimmick here. No. This is something that the state provides for our business owners to utilize. But you also have um, something that our office promotes a lot, and those are your training grants. Yes. So I want to talk about that because I think that's another one that's Mm -hmm. like, um, it's like the best kept secret in Defiance County. So let's talk about it. Sure. Um, So we have a a variety of different avenues that we can um, offer for the the business and for the candidate. Um, So the business is able to take advantage of what we call incumbent worker training or IWT. Um, So that is basically 50% of whatever the training cost would be for an incumbent worker. So that employee would have to be employed for at least six months, um, making um, employed for at least six months. And then the employer also has some skin in the game as well. So they pay 50%. We 
pay 50% of whatever that training cost is for that six months period of time. Um, so there's just, that's one big thing. Um, so if you have an employee who wants to upskill or you're going to promote them and they need training, um, please reach out to us because we could very well be able to help you with offsetting that training cost. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a training cost that is they're, they're going to um, an industry or um, an institution to get that and to get that further education. It can be done however the, the company or the industry um, sets it up. So if that um, company wants them to do in computer work or um, they're taking assessments online or they're doing hands-on training um, within their facility and they have a trainer that they're bringing on site, all those things can be included within that training cost. And then we also have what's just called on-the-job training. So on-the-job training is for those in of candidates that they have um, identified that they want to bring on. So prior to bringing them on board, they meet with my staff or my team, um, and they do our eligibility to see if they're eligible for our services. And if they are eligible for our services, then they're able to receive 50% of their um, hourly wage reimbursement back to the company. Um, so that also offsets some of that pre-hire stuff that, that most um, candidates go through. So all of the training that you're doing, you know, in the first six months, um, all of the onboarding, like the time, all of that is included within that um, reimbursement for the 50% of the hourly wage. Is there a limit that one company can max? So it's per individual. Um, so for instance, with our... Um, on the job training, it's the cap is thirteen thousand. Um, with our incumbent worker training, it's really dependent on the training and the individual, and um, but there's no cap on on that. It's just basically depending on the grant funding that we have. That's awesome. Yeah. And I know that I, I refer people to you all the time on that. And it, I'm hopefully they're, they're reaching out to you and yes, taking they are. good. So thank you. Good. Yeah. But it's, it's really, I think that when I, when I tell people about what this offering is and they, they still just can't believe it. Right. That's why we want to really try to get the word out. And I would encourage anybody that's listening that is an employee um, but hopefully an employer right. takes advantage of these. But if you're an employee listening, I would make sure that you tell your boss, like, hey, look, you're leaving money on the table. Absolutely. You're spending money when you could have been really utilizing right. this grant. Yes. So the other thing that is a word that gets thrown around a lot, yes. especially <laughs> with the way the labor shortages mm -hmm. is apprenticeships. Yes. So we're going to like talk about apprenticeships and um, you know, just what that looks like. Everybody thinks it's really easy to put together an apprenticeship yeah. and it's not. It's not. And yeah. I hate telling people that, that want to do it, but, um, it's a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, APT Manufacturing in Hicksville, um, they've told their story many times publicly about mm -hmm. how they set up their apprenticeship mm -hmm. and they failed at first. Yes. And now they have one of the most successful apprenticeships in the state, if not the region. Yes. So, um, and and they're and they're seeing the fruit of it as yes. well. Yes. So let's talk about it. Sure. What are your viewpoints on apprenticeships? I think apprenticeship apprenticeship is can be a very good thing um, and a strong thing for a company. Um, I think just hearing the word apprenticeship and knowing all of the things that go into having that come alive is a lot. 
Um, and there's a lot of resources that are available for companies that kind of take the, the burden off of that, all of the paperwork, because there is a lot, I'm not going to hide that. Um, it, they just, it just takes the burden off of that. I believe Northwest State Community College. I believe they do will, as well. Will take some of the burden off. I mean, there is a fee associated with it, but they will do the paperwork. And it's so, a state certified yes. program. Mm-hmm. And so we are able um, through our actual, our workforce board to be, they're able to sponsor as well. Um, and so that's a free service if a company is willing or, or wants to kind of dive in or get more information in regards to being a registered apprenticeship. Our workforce board also can sponsor that and they take care of all of that and all of that upfront stuff, too. Um, I didn't know that. I didn't, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah, the paperwork and all of the, the I like, things. So, I feel like a yeah. loser. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but no, thank no. you for telling me that. <laughs> so you're saying that your your workforce board will mm-hmm. take care of all that paperwork mm-hmm. as well. So yes. Awesome. Okay, great. Yeah, and obviously that's a free, free service that is offered through, the, through the, um, our OMJs. Um, so I think that apprenticeships can be a, a great thing um, once they get past the initial oh my goodness, this mountain is so high, how am I going to accomplish that? But I think that that businesses also have to understand the ecosystem of what an apprenticeship really means because you won't see your fruits of labor right away. It's, it's over time. Um, but once that person has accomplished that goal, you have really molded that candidate, that person to be your the, the model for what you want your person to know, the skills that they need, um, then it kind of is infectious, right? Like then, then you have other people who are wanting to do it, wanting to be involved. Um, it's just, it's, it's not, a, it's not a quick turnaround, but the fruits of the labor are great and it's so worth it. Um, and then we also have to connect our schools as well because our future workforce are those in, those students and those young professionals who are looking to get into the workforce right after high school. So why are we not preparing them for a pre-apprenticeship before that and getting them introduced into those registered apprenticeships? So that way when they're graduating, they already have that foundation. And then we're building our workforce for the community for the businesses, and then everyone really sees the fruits of that. Our kids so, are staying yeah, right here right. in Defiance mm-hmm. County, yeah. and they're and they're making good money. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. No, and I think that's that's what we're constantly striving for is to we, we do visits to the different schools, right. we do bus tours, and we're trying to get the word out mm-hmm. to these young kids that there are some amazing opportunities Absolutely. right here. Yes, right here. Yes, and, and and the exposure for that is great. Like you. You really can't understand the impact of what we have until you've actually seen it. Yeah. And it's amazing. I think the one thing that we strive for is always strengthening our talent pipeline. Yes. And that, I mean, obviously the local perspective is what, what we're trying to do mm-hmm. and working with the businesses. And, you know, you, you touched upon it's not an easy road, but it's probably one of the most rewarding yes. roads that you can go down. Let's say you have a business that's listening right now, business owner, and they're like, okay, I, I want to start an apprenticeship. I, I want to, to do this. You've already warned them that it is hard work, yes. but how do they get started? How do they even begin the process? Um, by reaching out to Tiffany on OMJ. <laughs> and then I can connect you to our workforce board um, that I don't, I don't claim to be the, ne- the expert in it. 
Um, so I would honestly refer them to our workforce board, who is the expert in that, to give them all of the steps and all of the resources that they need to be successful and feel supported. And I will tell you, too, we've um, we've talked many times with Tony Nicewander with ABT Manufacturing, and, and every time I've asked him, like, hey, do you care if there's other companies that are wanting to start um, an apprenticeship, can they reach out to you? Yes. He's always he's so kind yeah, he and is. like, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that that's something else that we can do is that we can be that connector and yes. getting that and off I the ground. And I think it's good that other businesses hear that from other businesses who are who have that success and see the benefits of it. Because then I think they get a, a real understanding of this is something somebody that's my my colleague is doing. Why can't I? Right. So it's it's good to hear that other people are doing it and, and just have that connection so they can help you through that process as well. And they're they're six, having a lot of success. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, for sure. So as far as workforce trends, something that we've been hearing locally, things are improving, yeah. which after like two years of like a beat down, yeah. it's yeah. like, it like felt there's like a glimmer of hope. There, I feel like there is. Yeah. Yes. Like one of our employers um, that really, at how, when I started two years ago, they're like, they called out, they're like, we need 50 employees. I'm like, huh. Uh, what? what? <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, I, I'm happy to report um, they are now fully staffed. So that's what we're starting to hear, mm-hmm. not just from that company, but from right. multiple mm-hmm. other companies. Yeah. What What do you see on the horizon for the workforce trends? Um, currently, um, our unemployment number is, is fairly low. It's 3.1%. Um, so in the world of, of unemployment, that's considered fully employed. Um, so we have... We obviously will always have those that are reflection of that unemployment number, which includes those who are not in the workforce, but could be in the workforce. So they could be, you know, stay at home moms or stay at home dads. They could be, you know, and they haven't, they've been homemakers their whole lives. So those, those people are also included in that number. So to have a a true reflection of what it really looks like is difficult. Um, but I will say that I feel very good with our 3.1%. Um, and as I've seen the trends, we are seeing less of those unemployment filings um, for those weekly claimants. So when, you say, is, when you say less, it's probably the lowest it's ever been, correct? Yes, yeah. Yes, it has. I know. I know. To going from hundreds. <laughs> like to, we're in like the to, to, l- 10, 20s, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Drastic, yes. I know, I know that it was like a year ago I had reported, you had given me the number, and I think it was like around 30 people had mm-hmm. filed claims in one month. And then yeah. now I know it's probably lower than that. Yes. Um, when I tell people that, they, they their minds are blown. Oh, yeah. Because they think that there's so many people mm-hmm. that are on unemployment, yeah. and that's just not no, the case. Not. Um, so good sign, people are getting back yes. to work. Mm-hmm. We are also in our office getting calls from people that are wanting to re-enter into the workforce. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good sign. Yeah, a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that COVID is lightening up mm-hmm. and people are like yeah. ready to, to, you know, go to, to work. Right. And right. plus there's just so many options. There are. This is, uh, this is the workers um, game, it. right? Yeah. yeah. My goodness. Like they can kind of call their own shots. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more flexibility. Yes. I, I mean, I think that that's good. I, I will honestly tell you that, the businesses, I feel like, are pivoting, and they're they also are. offering more flexibility, yes. better benefits, mm-hmm. better wages, and 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 that's going to be better for everybody. Absolutely. I mean, right. it's I, I think it's 
it was horrible two years ago. Yes. I feel like things, there is that light yes, finally. We have turned a corner. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we are getting close to the end of the, the show. I, I want to ask you if there's any other burning topic that you want to talk about. Um, I don't think of Related to workforce? Related to, well, <laughs> keep your workforce related. Thank you. Um, no, I don't think I do. I just, I, I think we could just wrap it up by saying that if, you really need to, to set up a meeting with Tiffany, yes. right? They, yeah. they need People need to talk to you. If you want to know more about our services and the, and the benefits that we can help um, kind of offset some of those training costs, or if you have general questions in regards to what OMJ really is and all of the programs and services that we offer, feel free to reach out. We're, we're always willing to, to give all of the information to the community so they can use it when, I, when they need us. You know, I had a company that said something to me the other day, or they asked me a question. They're like, am I leaving anything on the table? And, and I said, well, have you reached out to right. Tiffany at Ohio <laughs> means jobs? Like I asked you to do a couple months ago. And they're like, no, we haven't. And I go, then yes, you're leaving a lot on the yes. table. Yes. And so I would just encourage everybody to make sure that they reach out. If, um, if, if you want to reach out to our office first, we can be the connector. And um, I mean, what's a good way for people to reach out to you? Um, Just call your office? Yeah. Call my office. My work um, office number is 419-399-6116. Or you can just Google Ohio Means Jobs of Defiance County. And you can always reach out to our office here at Defiance County Economic Development. And we'll get you all hooked up. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Yep. Thank you for joining us. Find all of our Working It podcast episodes on our website, defiancecountyed.com, or your favorite podcast app like Apple, Google, or Spotify.